Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash Trending Topics with BB. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Thanks again to everybody who has found this podcast or will find this podcast in the future. Uh, before we get to uh, the rest of this intro and uh, who I'm going to be speaking to on this podcast, I do want to remind you to head over to our Facebook page. It's probably the easiest link you'll find all the information you need to find on this podcast. Uh, that would be facebook.com slash topics with BB, one word, and you will find links to the new episodes, uh, places where you can find this, many platforms that will... And speaking of platforms, please head over to the iTunes page. Uh, all you have to do is uh, head over to the iTunes podcast, type in Trending Topics with BB, and please uh, subscribe and then give this a good rating and comment that helps this podcast be found by other listeners. And I will continue to hopefully uh, provide you with more great guests and conversations in the future. Oh, and if you're a Android subscriber, uh, which I'm Team Droid, but uh, enough about my personal issues, is head over to Stitcher or any other platform that you can be found. Um, everything's an app now anyway. And uh, do the same. Give a, a good five-star rating and a comment that helps the podcast be found on that platform as well. Now, moving on past the housekeeping rules of this podcast, uh, I want to thank this guest for joining me. Uh, if you have noticed in the past, I'm on a series quest to get all 10 members of the acapella group Straight No Chaser as a guest on this podcast because I appreciate acapella, I appreciate music, as you have found out or will find out as you listen to more episodes. And um, I have talked to Walter, I have talked to Randy, I have talked to Don, I have talked to Steve, and this podcast features Dave Roberts business manager extraordinaire of this group and uh, we will talk extensively about their upcoming tour the upcoming album uh, what's in store uh, and all of that great stuff so without really ruining our conversation and with much further ado i give you my conversation with david roberts of straight no chaser well thanks dave for uh Responding to my tweets and uh, wanting to be on the podcast, I appreciate it. No problem. Awesome. So uh, I know you guys are about to head out on tour, and uh, I'll be joining one of the dates. So um, what I, I know you guys just uh, announced, uh, like, the first single off the new album with Jana Kramer. So what, other than, like, uh, that original by Mike, what can we expect from a new album? Uh, well, you can expect uh, exactly what you've come to uh, uh, know and love about us. Uh, we're, we've taken a lot of uh, the Christmas classics and put a twi our own twist on them. Uh, we've also got a, I think Mike's got an, an original on there as well. So, um, you know, we, this is the 20th anniversary of the group forming uh, at Indiana. And we kind of wanted to go back to what got us here, you know. So we're we're doing a uh, another Christmas record. It's our first in 
I don't know, six years probably uh, since uh, Christmas Cheers came out. And uh, we went back to IU. Uh, we went back to our old studio in Bloomington, uh, Airtime. Worked with our uh, the engineer that worked with us through college, Dave Weber, and his team there uh, in Chip. Uh, so, you know, we just uh, wanted to kind of bring it all back, bring it full circle. Um, so we had a lot of fun hanging out in Bloomington, uh, hitting up some of the old stomping grounds and um, eating a lot of food that was really bad for us. <laughs> and, uh, just getting back in the studio uh, where we're real comfortable and spend a lot of time. So it was the whole process has been kind of a homecoming. Awesome. I'm looking forward to hearing the whole album. So, tell me, I know it's kind of, you guys are embarking on this tour, so uh, will it be like a different set list at the beginning of the tour than the end of the tour being uh, well, like? Yeah, normally I mean, we do, yeah, normally we do, uh, we, we wait um, until sort of mid-November to do sort of a on holiday show uh, but because of the um, holiday record uh, release and uh, the I'll have another Christmas album release um, and uh, just because of demand and feedback we've gotten from you guys uh, we decided that we would just do um, sort of the holiday show from show one so this year you're going to see more of a consistent holiday show throughout the 68 shows um, now, we will be changing it up a couple of songs here and there. We'll have a few spots for um, throwback songs, and we'll have a few spots that uh, that will change out night to night, depending on um, what is sounding good and what the audience um, wants to hear. But there will be a solid holiday set in there from show one. Awesome. Great. So... <laughs> Like, in terms of, you know, medleys that you guys have done, are you guys going to be doing any, like, medleys that might surprise us like you guys have done in the past? We have – excuse me. Um, so, yeah, you know, the I think bringing everybody back to Bloomington and getting everybody back to – sort of how we started has been uh, real inspirational for a lot of the guys. We have more music, more new music um, for this tour than we've ever had before. So the issue is going to be for us is going to be to try to, you know, try to put together a show and with all this music, you know, we're going to have to either rotate stuff out or we're just not going to have the, the time to get to all of the new stuff. We have, so many really clever uh, and sometimes funny, um, but always great medleys that um, several of the guys have put together and collaborated on. So uh, I'm I'm real excited to start rehearsals on Sunday um, to get uh, in there and see what's going to sound good uh, and and start to make that difficult. Um, uh, the difficult decisions of whittling down the songs that we have to a show that, you know, won't be three hours long. <laughs> uh, well, three hours is, uh, I mean, sometimes concerts last that long. 
Um, <laughs> a little different when you're when you're literally singing every note that's being heard on stage. So we have to balance between giving a nice long show, giving the audience their money's worth, but also understanding that we do have to do this 68 times. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Awesome. So in terms of like, let's talk about like roles within the group. So I know you you're in charge of like the business side, correct? Uh, yes, I do. I do manage um, the the term for it in the biz is the business manager of the group. Nice. And is I'm that the, I'm, the, I'm the accountant. <laughs> right. So does that put extra pressure on you, or is it kind of been kind of organic, knowing that you guys are all friends and it's kind of nice to have somebody close to the group doing that kind of work? Um, it, it did sort of happen organically. Uh, you, you know, again, nobody really thought that this was going to be as as um, sort of successful or continue as long as it has. So when we just started, I kind of did it because I have a background. I have an MBA in finance, uh, and I uh, uh, took a lot of uh, accounting classes along with that. And uh, so it was just sort of a natural fit for me to kind of step in and um, take control of that. I'm, I'm almost an expert in Excel, and uh, I've become an expert in some other accounting software along the way as we've kind of grown and needed to fill that role. Um, uh, but the guys do, you know, the, the guys are glad that it's it's somebody that they know and trust. And quite frankly, being in the group, you know, uh, it makes it um, – you know, I, it, it's really nice to know as a group member that there's guys in there that are able to keep an eye on things. Segi does a lot of uh, a lot of that with me, so we have two eyeballs on everything. Um, and uh, you know, we we like to uh, we pride ourselves that everything we do is internally. You know, we've got we've got guys that work on the music, um, you know, all year round. Um, predominantly, uh, Walt and Mike and Tyler. Seggy contributes a lot. Don's been contributing a lot more. Now Steve has been contributing as well. Uh, and we've got guys that internally handle all of our social media. Um, natural that we also have somebody that internally that, that watches our finances. Um, you know, maybe not the most important part, but certainly a very important part. <laughs> right. So, you know, I was just curious is like, you know, there's been issues with other groups, so I was just curious how that, you know, all has come together. Yeah, awesome. And with ten guys, you know, we 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 split everything ten ways. So it's uh it's it's important that we're watching every penny. You know, no nobody takes care of your money more than you do. So it's it's very important, and we don't want to be. You know, since we were very new and green to all this when we first started, it was very important that um that we were watching watching it very closely so i report to the guys i i you know i I work for myself but i work for um all the other nine guys and uh we've got a good a good working relationship and we're i think we've got a nice little rhythm i think i put more pressure on myself than they do honestly to make sure that everything's right cool so 
I, I know I've asked this question on previous episodes of the podcast, but like I know like everybody's families are growing and stuff. Do you guys see this going, you know, continuing, or do you guys see an end in sight? What what is on the agenda for the group as a whole? I I don't think we have any intentions of stopping. Uh, you know, I think as long as as you guys are going to buy tickets, we'll get out there and put on a show for sure. Um, uh, where is it going to grow to? Is a is sort of a uh, you know, million dollar question right now. Um, we have, uh, we have no intentions of slowing down. Um, so as long as we can keep producing music and as long as people are going to continue to enjoy what we do, uh, uh, on the recorded tracks and live on stage, I think we're gonna just keep growing as much as we can. Uh, we're trying to introduce our music to other markets around the globe. Um, uh, so, you know, we just, uh, our, our plan is to keep doing it as long as we can. We're having a great time out there and, uh, right now we don't see any reason to stop. Awesome. So, like, I know there was mention because of the 20 year, you know, anniversary that there was going to be another Chaser Summit, but that's moved to next year. Is that coming along or like, what can Chasers expect? In, you know, in the upcoming year? We have some plans for a Chaser Summit, um, though typically that's uh, more of a, a warm weather event. Um, so we've got a couple ideas uh, in the works. We know we wanted to do it this year, and the timing um, just didn't work out with um, all of our travels and shows over the summer. Um, but I think uh, the plan is still to have another one as, as soon as we can find space and, and squeeze it in. Nothing's been solidified yet, but, you know, we had a blast on the cruise. Um, you know, we're, we're looking into maybe another cruise. We're looking into doing something at Bloomington, um, and there are several other ideas that are floating around. So, uh, we're 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 working on it. We 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 want to do something as soon as we can. We just have to squeeze it in somewhere. Awesome. What do you? I know. What I, do you think? Well, I missed the first two, so whatever you choose, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. The the Vegas one was fun too. I I guess I that one slipped my mind, but awesome. So. In terms of all the music you guys have sung over the years, do you have a favorite medley or song that you you guys have made it your own that you like, or do you tend to are, are the guys you're coming up with? Um, well, I don't want to I don't want to let the cat cat out of the bag too much uh, with regard to what we're gonna do um, in the fall. But there are there are a couple of uh, really great songs that I've enjoyed almost my entire life that are going to be on this album. So I'm excited for that. Um, songs that we've done, you know, my favorite song kind of is an evolving uh, process. Like there's every year it's it's different um usually i very much enjoy consistently the off mic 
whatever that song is, it's fun to just put the mics down and um, just kind of stand at the stage and do what we do. Um, that that part is always fun. Um, and, you know, I, it, it just song is different every year. You know, every year somebody comes up with a great new twist on something. I really enjoyed the uh, the uh, Creep song, the Radiohead tune that Walt and Dan did last year. That was a lot of fun. That that was my favorite, I think, last year. So um, I'm actually uh, pretty stoked to see what makes my list <laughs> coming into this year. Because, like I said, there's a, a lot of great music that we're working on. Would I know this sounds like a weird question, but would you guys ever do like a, a throwback like tour in terms of like bringing back some of the, the classic medleys and songs that you guys have performed over the years that you don't really pick up anymore? Sure. Uh that we've gotten that suggestion and uh we certainly are trying to incorporate a throwback um section in this show uh you know again though the the issue is that you know we can only do so many songs a night and uh as much as we'd love to get just get up there and just do throwbacks and um and just entertain ourselves along the way you know it just becomes uh, a function of how many songs can we actually physically perform before we burn our voices out um but, you know, like I said, we're going to try to incorporate some throwbacks this year, um, and uh, we'll we'll definitely keep that in mind for uh, for future future runs. Right, and that also brings up a question. So being that you guys are your instruments, how do you guys, you know, stay in shape throughout a tour like you guys do? Because I know, you know, touring can be kind of rigorous in terms of, you know, sleep patterns and, all that. How do you guys make sure that you guys sound so good every show? It's different for every guy. Everybody has his own um, sort of system. Uh, for me, it's it's more or less trying to maintain. Uh, it's to say that I try to maintain the same schedule as I'm home is a little disingenuous because I have two little ones that get me up at 6.30 every morning. So when I'm on the road, uh, you know, I'm not getting bed till after midnight. But when I'm home, I'm in bed by like 9.30 because I know that 6.30 a.m. is coming quickly. Uh, but I try to maintain, you know, some some schedule um, up at a certain time, you know, try to look over the books for the group, make sure everything's where it should be. I try to get in some type of workout um, that's more and more, becoming um, yoga and um, cardiovascular related and less of the, uh, you know, heavy weight lifting um, like I used to when I was young. Um, and then I try to do something that's just for me, you know, if it's reading a book, um, binge watching something, uh, you know. So everybody's different. A lot of the guys um, work out uh, religiously, and I think that that helps because it is it is a little bit of a grind to physical wear and tear. Um, and some guys, uh, you know, just like to make sure they're getting a good amount of sleep. So it just it depends uh, on what works for individuals. Is it a bus situation? Like everybody has – because I know you guys have, you know, different buses. So 
is it depending on, you know, what you guys do as a, you know, a bus team as opposed to, you know, others, or does it just individually matter? Uh, it's more individual. Um, you know, we have, we have two buses because we have to. Um, the amount of crew that we have and the amount of guys that we have wouldn't be able to fit on, on one bus. Um, so we, we split in two buses. And that's worked out really well for us. You know, buses are really comfortable. So it's, I, I prefer bus travel to air travel if I can avoid it. Now, <laughs> a lot of times you can't avoid air travel, but buses are very comfortable. Um, and I think it's more just, a, it's less of a bus, you know, who's on which bus and more of a just personal preference. Um, you know, I'm very comfortable. If I want to go hang out with uh, guys on the other bus, I feel very comfortable doing that, and vice versa. So um, I think it's less about the buses and more about just personal um, preference and style and, and what guys have found works best for them. Great. So let's kind of – I know you guys just did this campaign where um, some chasers kind of revealed kind of the set there, the track list of the new album. Is there was there like a process? Is it like choosing? Because I know you guys also do Chaser of the Month, which is cool. But it it was nice to see like recognition of other chasers um, in terms of you know the new album coming out. Was there? I know not like not everybody was privy to what's going on, and everybody's still kind of catching up. But. Uh, was, did you guys have input on that idea? Because I thought that was really clever of how to kind of reveal the new album. Yes, we we that idea. I, I'm not sure if that came from one of the guys or if that came from our manager David Britz, but we just thought it was a great idea, particularly how uh, interactive we are with our fans and how engaged they are with us. So we just thought that no better way to release the album than to have our fans release the album. Um, so I know I, I, you know, obviously we couldn't get everybody that wanted to participate. So there was a, an element of randomness that went into some who got selected. Um, and we're sorry we couldn't get to everybody, but, uh, you know, I thought it, I thought it worked out really well. I enjoyed seeing everybody in the different shirts and, um, seeing the comments. So, uh, it was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. Right. Well, it was it was another awesome way you guys interact because um, I was I, I was I had the honor of being chaser of the month and that like floored me and it's been months and I still kind of hark back to getting that you know notification. So, um, you know, I appreciate everything that you guys do, but it's cool that you guys have kept this kind of relationship with us as fans and it and it allowed you know this to kind of grow over the years. Well, you know, we wouldn't be here without you guys, you know, and <laughs> excuse me. A lot of us uh came out of uh normal normal jobs, normal day jobs, and so we're we <laughs> we have a very uh very real understanding of what it is to be in our position and we don't take it for granted at all. We very much uh enjoy performing, being able to do what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Right. So that, that also kind of comes to, like, 
the fact that you guys uh, hang out after the shows, like, what was that like an initial idea when you guys started? Or I mean, it's cool because in this day and age, every it seems like a lot of artists just try to you know charge for meet and greets and like mm-hmm. they don't really stick around and it just depends on who you're seeing. But it's cool that you guys do that. So what? When did that kind of start? Did that start from the beginning, or was that something that you know came over time? That started from the beginning when we were in college. Um, you know, after our first show, we came out right away just because we were, um, you know, we were on a high really after the show. <clears throat> so we came out and uh, just wanted to say hi to fans, and we had the adrenaline pumping and. We had our first CD that we were um, that we were hawking at the time, so uh, that just kind of stuck after that. After every show, we came out and um, signed autographs and talked to people, and um, you know that was one of the things that we wanted to carry over uh, to the professional group was just you know staying as as close to our original roots as possible. So yeah, that was that was from the that was from the get go, and it was sort of accidental. We just kind of did it because we were really pumped up on the show atmosphere. <laughs> awesome. So, um, in terms of you know the music you guys have done, is, is it rewarding when maybe like how did how, you guys like sit around and kind of all of you put in ideas all the time, or is it just certain? I know you mentioned the wall, and you know a few mm-hmm. arranged. What 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 kind of comes up with the you know the ideas? I mean, because I think what has you know helped at, you know build the chasers is that the the kind of surprise factor of the music you guys choose. So mm-hmm. is it just you guys coming up with like a list and then kind of voting on you know what you guys think? Or is it just more, you know, organically in terms of who, you know, is always around the music? It's both. You know, uh, I'd say most of the time a song or one of the song arrangers is uh, inspired by something and puts together the music. Um, Other times somebody will come with an idea um, Randy will, will come to, um, you know, Tyler or even to Dan sometimes, uh, who's still heavily involved, um, with this record. And, uh, you know, they'll say, I've got an idea or we'll talk about it as a group. Um, Romsky gets involved a lot in that as well. Jerome, call him Romsky. Another college nickname that kind of stuck. <clears throat> and, you know, so sometimes it's uh, sometimes an individual gets inspired and puts something together, and sometimes it's more of a collaborative um, situation where guys talk about it as a group and say yes or no, and then things move forward. The <clears throat> the real key is that we're not really everything is an idea or an inspiration until we get together and start singing it. And sometimes things that we think are going to be great uh, for whatever reason don't sound great when we're rehearsing it. Um, sometimes we can salvage that by tweaking the arrangement here and there, and sometimes we just move on to other projects. So 
it, it really there is no recipe for for how the music is created. It's more or less um, just kind of trial by error. We get out there and we do things, and things that we like we keep, and things that we don't we move on from. Awesome. Well, I wish I, could uh, I don't want to keep you too too long. Um, I know, you know. I appreciate you joining me for the podcast, and, and sure. hopefully one of these days I will have talked to all ten of you on my podcast. <laughs> um, um, but again, I appreciate you you coming and and joining the podcast. So, in terms, I know where we can find the group, social media, and website. But in terms of finding you on social media, where where can people find you? I am on Twitter at the dude underscore SNC. Uh, that's also my Instagram, though I'm usually, I'm more of a Twitter person. I, I just kind of use Instagram to look at other photos. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook, um, David Roberts. You can find me. Just search. I'm there. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for joining. And this will probably be up soon. You'll be able to kind of go back. And, again, I appreciate it. And I will see you guys uh I guess in a week or so. Where, where, what show are you coming to? I'm coming to the the Vegas one. Oh yeah, so a week from Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. So. All right. We'll see you there. All right. Great. So have a great day, and uh, looking forward to the tour. Us too. Talk to you. All right. Bye.